right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Laying Up podcast. Sunday morning, another beautiful day here in uh, Neptune Beach in, outside Jacksonville. Uh, Solly here, TC, running the, you're running the show today. Hey. We got know, a lot to break down. Somebody's got to do it. A lot to, lot to take, uh, take, I don't know, take stock in? I don't know. A lot of things to consider here. Uh, NG Shoe, Mr. Neil Schuster is here. Quarantining down here in, in Florida. You were supposed to go back to New York. You I was did supposed not. to go back Thursday. I did not go. And uh, yeah, I'm happy to be here. Is this a better place to be stationed? It's a much better place, yes. You you can work remotely uh, with Uh, your company? We've talked to the head of HR, the CFO. Big Randy. I'm I'm head of HR, so we've been been discussing our work from home policy. Uh, We'll get back to you guys. We'll be releasing a statement to you guys um, in the coming days. Mr. DJ Pye. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Before we do get going, uh, instead of telling you about the outstanding new Chrome Soft 2020 golf ball, Callaway would like to hear, hear uh, like you to hear some more CDC guidance about coronavirus disease 2019. Uh, the short version, wash your hands thoroughly and regularly. Don't touch your face with unwashed hands and maintain a six-foot distance from others wherever possible to avoid airborne transmission of respiratory droplets. Stay home if you're sick, cover coughs and sneezes, and clean and disinfect frequently touched surfaces daily. Avoid large gatherings of people, and if you're going to play golf, remember that just because you may not be at severe risk, if you get the disease, others around you could be, and you might be the one that transmits it to them. Maintain social distance protocol on the course by avoiding high fives, close conversations on the tee box, and if possible, walk or take your own cart instead of riding together. And leave the flagstick in. To learn more about protecting yourself and those around you, go to cdc.gov slash coronavirus for more. That's cdc.gov slash coronavirus. Speaking of the Chrome Soft, played the new ones for the first time. New dimple pattern. Well, I like it. Okay. I like it a lot. That's I'm going to try it. Yeah. I haven't knocked, tried off it some, knocked off some new birdies. I did. Yeah. yeah. In, invigorating to see. Actually, one, just one new birdie. Well, you made multiple birdies, though. I did. The Jack Speech birdie challenge might be like the prime <laughs> content. <laughs> hey, I, the race I'd, is heating up. I'd like to point out for um, all the haters and losers that I, uh, I think I'm currently in second. How many do you have? I have... Everything on the front nine, except for number nine. And then I have 12, <laughs> Be careful with 14, <laughs> 12, 14, and 18. So that's what? You have 14? 11. Oh, okay. You have 11. Right, 11. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. That's what happens when I'm in town, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Everybody's off to a good start. It's kind of crazy, yeah. yeah. It's a little, but I, this kind of happened last year, though, too. At least for me, I had like 12 before the end of February, and then I looked up in September, and I had like 13. It's when that when those like six get isolated, you start thinking about it, and I it's already started. Like I stand on those tees, like oop. The walk I need between this one. The walk between eight and nine is fifty to hundred yards too long. Also. <laughs> it actually it, it might be. I know. <laughs> I know. I've noticed that the the holes that I struggled the most with last year, I've gotten off to a good start on this year. I think just because I I had to focus so much and learn the learn the intricacies of those holes. You're the ultimate competitor. Like ten. Yeah. You know? Well, we were going to talk a lot about um, basically trying to see around the corner on everything that's going to unfold in golf. I think there's going to be a lot of conjecture, a lot of 
somewhat predicting. We're kind of this asking is all the questions. Conjecture. We're, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we're asking the questions uh, and the considerations. I mean, for me personally, I think it's kind of like uh, you, you kind of look at the situation and you're like, all right, here's what it is. And then you start thinking like a month or two out and like, huh, yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen. Like, yeah, ooh, yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen. And for people in the, like us in this room who schedule their year out basically through basically through October, it throws quite a wrench in things. Definitely. So. Not to mention players, staff, tournament organizers, agents, equipment manufacturers, all those people. It's, I think when it first happened on whatever Thursday night, it's kind of like, oh, okay, four events canceled. Okay, the Masters canceled. All right, then we'll just pick it back up. And as uh, Mr. TC is going to get into it, yeah, the, some of the ripple effects can be a little head spinning. Yeah, my initial reaction was, oh, we'll just reschedule. Like, it, you probably just bump it to the end of the year, and then you start to dig into, like you just said, how, how everything is already locked in and so has been Only for, so many days. Yeah, you're like, oh, man, well, then that, at the bare minimum, someone gets the short end of the stick, it's, right? It's a bummer Randy's not here to speak on behalf of shrinking the game, because <laughs> I, I got a feeling that there's going to be some, some stuff that hits the chopping block. Again, the, I don't think the PGA Tour should, or any major tours should uh, be making their schedule out to be able to necessarily handle something like this, like with this in mind, it's unprecedented. It's never happened, but it does go to show if you cram the schedule with 47 weeks of events that like one domino that falls out now affects everything else that's downstream. Like if your heritage heritage has not been canceled yet, officially are people working on that right now? Yeah. They may, they may be in the worst spot. Are they letting people work? How do you let people go to work? Like that's why I think it's going to be, and I talked to a, a player that knows what he's talking about. He's like, I think we're out two months. I, I, I don't see any way we're back in two, within two months. And then what happens, I mean, this is a bigger question for all of sports, but, like, who who gives the okay? There's nobody, you know, there's nobody like, okay, sports we've, we've looked at it. Everybody, uh, we're about to blow the horn. Everybody get in position. Well, someone's going to have to be the first one. I don't think that's going to be golf. It better Golf, if they waited <laughs> till everyone else canceled, they better wait <laughs> yeah. for everyone else to come back. Uh, yeah, it's just nuts. It's nuts. You want to? TC, you want to get into some of the specifics? Well, can first, can you imagine golf being played today, like Sunday? How long ago does it feel oh like they God. canceled uh, things? No, it feels like it was a month ago. They were going to be playing the players today. Which, you kind of mentioned it offhand up the front, but, I mean, it's the nicest w- weather week of the year. Yes. It's, it, like, legitimately was amazing. Oh, heartbreaking for the city, for the tournament, for everyone. It's, it sucks, man. It would have been an excellent week. That's what killed me. Some of the people that were like, this is what you wanted. You wanted <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You, <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, I feel thankful that this is happening in March versus in July or yeah. August here because everybody would be just cooped up in AC and, well, and like self-quarantine like, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> and everybody's blowing out their AC and power's yeah. going out. Yeah. And, ugh, yeah, that would not be good. So, um, yeah, just just to reiterate again, like this is us asking questions and brainstorming. We don't have the answers. You know, a lot of this is conjecture. Some of it's grounded in talking to a bunch of agents and and you know, folks in positions of decision making. But you sorry, know, real quick, yeah. I, I hope this goes without saying too. But you know, we're obviously pretty hard on the tour uh, for some of the decision making around the players. None of this. Uh, obviously falls into their purview. Like there's going to be some, yeah. some players and tournaments and all people in just tough spots. Like, yeah, I don't know how, like you said, so I don't know how you plan for that. Like hopefully none of this comes across as like, well, what are you going to do? Fix it. It's like, man, I have no, 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 no idea what the answers are. Well, and beyond golf, like obviously everybody's taking a haircut on this. There's, you know, there are plenty of people that are being, being laid off, um, you know, just all sorts of repercussions from this. So golf is kind of the least of those, but, 
we talk about golf, mm-hmm. so we're going to talk about that. Um, Neil, is this going to affect the Norris Wilson uh, Memorial NLU internship? I think it actually might uh, expand it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, a couple of football players that have reached out from Columbia. They don't have spring practice. Uh, all spring sports were canceled. Work, so the workforce is flooded. Yes, it is. And there's some stuff all to work on. All internship applications, please send to Neil at no laying up. <laughs> oh, that's scummy, man. <laughs> and anything oh, that's on your on. mind, dude. Just send them anything <laughs> no, that's no, those, on your mind. Those uh, positions have been filled, <laughs> officially have been filled. Uh, but this is the proverbial. DJ and I were talking about it. Well, maybe not the proverbial, the literal force majeure. Yeah. Is that the, this is the mega force majeure. So, they're, you know, they're in contracts around the world. It's. Acts of God. Sally's deep in the wedding planning. you, you got to be familiar with the force majeure clause. Well, so here's what I, again, trying to see like the next step. And I'm now I'm ahead like 20 steps. And people, you know, I'm getting married in October. And people have said, oh, what a horrible decision. Like you did a wedding in the South on a Saturday with college football. And I was like, honestly, man, if you can't attend our wedding over a college football <laughs> game, that's on you. The Masters is looking to be postponed. <laughs> Potentially to the fall, potentially to October. Of it is. We'll get into that. I think, I think you're safe on the Masters. I think so too. But it, it would be so perfect if that landed on my wedding weekend. Just uh, completely unprecedented. Don't worry, we'll man the ship for you. <laughs> I've been kind of. I've I've been relatively positively surprised by the airlines, hotel industry, all of that is how reasonable and you know, customer friendly they've been thus far. I think it's if, uh, f- the first couple companies stepping up and, and yeah. setting the precedent kind of dictates everything. But before we get going too much on specific, sp- 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 whoa, <laughs> specifics, uh, DJ, you tweeted a link to an article in the Washington Post last night. Just kind of, I just want to like set the scene. I have a lot of people are confused as to why they can do certain things and why they can't do certain things, why mm-hmm. the golf had to be canceled, why they couldn't just do it without fans. That article kind of helped me understand that a lot more. I'm wondering if you can kind of sum that up for us. That's cool because there were a lot of uh, Twitter doctors who said this is a massively flawed uh, model that you're working with. And you go and look at their last few tweets and, oh. you know, I don't think that they're necessarily uh, <clears throat> experts on the situation. But uh, the was idea it Jim 61789? It, it, it basically, okay. it was one of his associates. But, yeah, it was from the Washington Post, I believe. Shout out to Jeff Bezos. It was basically just a bunch of infographics kind of showing how – how stuff spreads, and I am, of course, not a source on this. I would recommend going to my Twitter account and and looking it up, and I'll say up front, like, yes, this is not a simulation of what's going to happen. It's a model of how things spread. It's basically math. It's just math, and it's like, how, how does a quarantine work, and how does, you know, transmission work inside of a quarantine system? How does it work inside of a a soft uh, social distancing system? How does it work inside of an aggressive social distancing system? And if you're like a visual learner, I I mean, I know that's definitely a thing. It's a good way to just picture like, oh shit, yeah, if I go to dinner tonight, I'm going to come in contact with 30 other people. I'm going to touch the silverware. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And I mean, it's if everyone goes to dinner, it's going to be like pure chaos. Whoa. And you can see what happens when people start just staying put. And I know that sucks for... The economy, I know that sucks for local businesses. I know that sucks for for everybody involved. Uh, but when you look at it, it's like, God, that's the only, yeah, of course. That's the only thing that makes sense. But and that's what helped me understand it too. Is like it's staying put is not going to, like it's going to spread. It's too late. We can't stop it. And But spreading that out is what is going to be able to make it possible. Right. If you and look that, at the hockey stick yeah. growth of number of cases in the last 
three days in the United States, we're heading in a very, very bad direction. Exactly. And that's the the thing Randy said up front of the last podcast is like, it's not, uh, you know, it's not about, oh, well, if you wash your hands, like it's not going to go away. It's like, no, dude, the, the point is if everybody gets sick at once and everybody, nobody changes their lives and everybody spreads it to everybody, the hospital systems are going to be overwhelmed. And then you see things like you've seen in Northern, Northern Italy when people are kind of like, Hey man, who's got the uh, the best chance of surviving this thing? Because we're gonna give the respirator to him, and you know, seventy nine year old dude over here, like, sorry, there's literally nothing we can do. And so that's what happens when shit gets overwhelmed. I saw something about New York only has like sixteen hundred hospital beds or something like that. Um, so that's a t- that's tough math for you know, city of what eight million people. Well, you also. So that, that's why you see things going on lockdown. And, like, that's all I'm going to say on it because I'm not an expert and everybody's going to pick holes in whatever I'm saying. But just go fucking read stuff about it, man. It's not – it's not – it's it's literally math. People far it's, it's math, than, like yeah. you're saying. It's not It's not a big conspiracy. It's not being blown out of uh, nowhere. The point – like, the, the best quote I heard was after every pandemic, like, everything you did before looks alarmist. Everything you did after looks, insu- like, insufficient. I think that's kind of the situation we're in right now. It also feels like this last five days plus the next five or seven, there's a lot of unknown. I don't know. I'm not an expert either, obviously, but reading it, it takes, you know, people can have no symptoms for a week, 10 days, but then in a week from now or 10 days from now, like you'll know a lot more of like, oh, well, you know, those people that are sick are, are now staying home. So it's like. That's why it was such a tough decision to play on Thursday. Right. It's like we right? don't – it's, it's like, not yeah. like a, well, we, uh, well, at least nothing happened Thursday. We have no idea That's what right. happened Thursday. Yeah. And it's not necessarily going to be traceable back no. to something that happened Thursday. But like, if one person dies from them playing golf on Thursday, like what the fuck? <laughs> I'm thinking of the – in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. In the land of the coronavirus – the person that got it and recovered might be king. Who can who can say? Because they can just walk around and. Do I don't whatever. know. Yeah, I haven't really looked right. into that. I'm not sure how true. Like, I don't know if that happens. I thought there were cases in Korea of like people getting it more than, more once. than once. Okay, never mind. So listen, we're not. Let's let's <laughs> let's get out in front. We're not. This is there's no medical DC, advice don't, on this. Don't don't be crowning anybody. Right. <laughs> anyway, so all right, so uh, one <laughs> one thing to remember here too is every fix for the golf schedule and for exemptions and status and all that every fix crews someone somebody else so there's no way you know there's people that are going to get short on the stick here either way uh, which i guess is life um but i wanted to make things a little bit real that's pretty that's pretty poignant man start (laughs) out with (laughs) Mm. hank lebiota friend of the pod he has dealt with crohn's disease for the last I think since college, so probably five, five, six years or so, he takes a drug, Humira or Humira, to control that. But the side effect of the drug is that it basically has a very compromised immune system for him uh, or for everybody that takes it. So he's kind of squarely within that very, very high risk mm-hmm. pool of people for this. So I was talking to him about it last night, and he's like, "Yeah, man, like it's not just the elderly, <laughs> like, right? You know, there's there's plenty of." Plenty of people amongst us that look and seem healthy that are in a pretty shitty spot here. So think of them as well. Right. So he was not in the players, correct? Correct. Yeah. Um, not that that changes anything yeah. about the situation. Just wondering what he was exposed to this week, and he yeah. was not out there, which is good. Yeah. So I think you know, first things first. You know, looking at the schedule, 
biggest thing, like this probably won't peak until end of April, into May, even, you know, even beyond that. So I, I have a hard time thinking that there's not another wave of cancellations coming as we go along here. It's going to be, it's always harder to start stuff back up than it seems to shut it down. Right. Too, right. Um, that's what I'm saying. Like that first event that's coming back is going to need some runway. Oh, totally. Because like I can't, I, I don't know. Well, I think, could be wrong. I can't imagine bleachers are going up like this weekend in at Heritage or right. And a lot of that stuff gets done in the last three weeks. It's kind of amazing how that stuff, all that stuff, comes together. But these guys are. It's not a flip the switch and be like, all right, now we're playing. Yeah. Here we go. Well, yeah. It brings up a question I've asked in the past, which is what if like sometimes I look around at the events and I'm like, are these bleachers necessary? Like, what if you had the tournament and it went back to the. 70s. I know that's not good for the corporate partnerships and everything, but if they were just forced to be like, all right, we're going to have, we're going to, you know, someone blows the whistle and everybody get in position. Yeah. And then the heritage is open. Uh, we're, we're playing the tournament and it's just going to be like a tournament in the 1960s and everybody's going to be behind the ropes and bring back those periscopes. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly think that, you know, that would be a, a vibe I would minimalist golf spectator. You know, and, and, and listen, they're going to, that tournament takes a haircut probably on, you know, they have to, in the contract, whatever, they didn't provide a corporate hospitality. But wouldn't it be better to make 50% of it yeah. than, than nothing? Yeah. And maybe when they do come back, it is like that. Uh, that that kind of makes a lot of sense. It's better than, it has to be better than canceling Like I think everybody, every industry has has to start looking at what's better than zero. You yeah. Know, like, I got to, I got to get, you know, let's get something out of this. Let's keep moving forward and then figure it out next year. I think where it gets really complex, though, is, so assuming so heritage is the week after the masters. masters so third week of april and you know like you're saying tron if by all accounts this thing is not going to peak until about then or maybe even into may and so what happens i think is you get it's not just the fans that are at risk i know that was the big talk at the players championship for good reason but i think a lot of it too is like you have these players who are you know okay get on an airplane and come down here because you need to uh you know, you need to go play the, the Heritage. And I think Rory was, not that I think Rory would be playing the Heritage, but I think he would, uh, he was kind of speaking on that, was like, listen, you know, the same thing you hear from a, a lot of different people. Like, hey, I'm not, I'm a young, pretty healthy guy. Like, I don't think I'm going to get sick, but like my mom has a respiratory issue. And so what the fuck? I'm not, no, I don't want to be on planes. I don't want to be in big crowds. I don't want to be doing Which, this. And so if Rory did play the Heritage, there would be big crowds. He would not fly down. To well, listen, <laughs> I, I listen. The, the, the point still stands. If you yeah. play the Heritage, the television crew needs to fly yeah. all commercial. Oh, they need sure. to go lay all the cable. They yeah. need to all the like. There's just so much that goes into a tournament that it's not. It's not as simple as you know. If they're if they're canceling NBA games and not playing those in front of fans, then you know the outdoor space or whatever the, the excuses that were made for golf are not. They don't fly. They should not be playing. The only time I was going to get down with the, you know, this is played over lots of acreage and blah, 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 is when when it was going to be no fans. Yeah. Like, okay, all of a sudden now we have the players, the media, yeah. the cameras, like we're all super spread out. That would feel like a massive public park at that point. Except for all the players are going through the locker room, all the media is going through the media dining, all the people are taking shuttles. Points. Yeah, it's like there's literally no good answers. And the point is, like, the second you have a player test positive, you're too That's late. It. Yeah. And there still might be one that has, totally. is carrying the virus right now. Are you guys, how well in, in tune with the NBA? I mentioned this on the last episode, but, like, are people upset that it let it, they let it get to that point, that, you know, players caught the virus and that they were allowed to keep going? 
I mean, I, I think we'd be really fired up if that happened in golf. The NBA had a plan for as soon as any player in any major professional sport in North America got like tested positive for this, they were going to shut it down. Not even NBA. So, you know, the fact that it happened right before a game or whatnot. But yeah, I mean, so, so it seems like they were kind of on the front end of this to where that was as early as anything was going to happen, right? The stuff I've read has been mainly positive in the leadership of the NBA, right? I, I mean, I'm you know, if I'm sure if I dig into the replies to some of the NBA tweets, it's why are we overreacting, you know, like, but I think that Adam Silver is like, is again and again establishes himself as like a guy that's going to do the right thing. Yeah. So I, I would, I would echo that. So I think one of the biggest things with golf is it's far harder, more challenging to unravel all of this or put it back together because it's such a performance based sport. Whereas, you know, team sports and all of that, like you can shorten the season and still have a, coherent result right right and there's salaries and there's yeah you know uh, whereas these guys are independent contractors yeah, and then they're the, and then there's a team of independent contractors around them so you know we're not crying poor for professional golfers but caddies and physios and coaches and all that like there's this entire ecosystem built around it too so looking at the abbreviated season like if if things if all of april gets wiped out so you're looking at heritage uh new orleans Wells Fargo and Charlotte, and then you're into May. You got Byron Nelson, the 7th through the 10th, P- PGA, the 14th through the 17th of May, Colonial after that, and then Rocket Mortgage, and then Memorial into June. And so let's say they don't play till, till Memorial. Is it, do you just say, all right, this is an abbreviated season. We're going to take, you know, we're going to take everything, you know, basically strip those eight to 10 events out and basically play on as, as like, this is normal kind of thing and like do the playoffs as normal because the problem then is like the you know guys that graduated from corn ferry tour like they're looking at max like five or six starts left because the strength of fields are going to be higher at each one of these events because people are coming back and want to want to play and i think the the hard part about this is we'll get into a bunch of different scenarios but like you're going to have to draw the line somewhere yeah right you know it's it's somebody's going to get screwed yeah i have a feeling they're not going to want to screw their top overall players that could potentially be flirting with another professional <laughs> golf league right now. Potentially. I, I doubt they're going to go prioritize. Like a lot, one of the issues, you know, that you hear the rumblings of is it's a member run, you know, a member organization and that number 200 on the FedEx cup gets treated the same as number one. Oh man. If they come back and it's like, it, it's good. Whatever happens, I have a feeling this has been the conjectured column, but is going to be very favoring towards the top players, which I mean, how do you feel about that? I, I think that's probably right. But yeah, I, yeah. I, I can't be like, I would, it would, doesn't seem to serve the sport great to be like, no, go, the priority should be the Corn Ferry graduates. I mean, right. we, we are friends with a lot of those guys and root for them, and it's been really fun to follow their journeys, but I have a feeling like they are the ones that are going to get hit you, some of the hardest of the PGA Tour. You almost went to like an English accent there, <laughs> an English outrage accent. That, that were, was like a halfway, like, <laughs> cannot no, do this. This cannot stand. Not. You were triggered, uh, triggered British Twitter, <laughs> yeah. Twitter user. Yeah. So well, I got a question for you, TC. Yeah. Let's play that scenario out. Are there any opportunities to expand the field, to add opposite field events on short notice, or is that just way too big of an ask? Well, so that's something... All right, so A, you've got... You're talking for the PGA Tour or Corn Ferry Tour, or what are you... I'm, I'm let's just get kinda, specific. Well, yeah. I'm laying it out. Okay, so let's start with the PGA Tour. 
Like, is there a way to expand the field so that you could play across two courses? Or you could go off both 10 and 1 and I don't think anything's off the table. I mean, to make sure that everybody that want like anybody that like as we said, everything's planned out six months in advance. So you probably know if somebody that's well outside the WGC rankings or whatever is going to be playing in the John Deere to ensure that everybody gets a spot. Do they open? Can they open up thirty more spots by? They're kind of maxed more out on the course as it is, like on as far as single course venues. But yeah, I didn't even thought about opening up another course or well and that's where the mandate of the of the organization to provide playing opportunities for the members could benefit they could benefit kind of like the guiding north star for them so two things too is is you've got anything that you do this year like you know i floated it last night to a couple guys like hey do you do you just make the fall series like part of the 2019 2020 season and that would make a lot of sense that seems tough because then you you know then you Mess up everything cup. for 2021, you know, yeah. or do you... That's, like, what, that's what I mean. You got to draw the line somewhere. Basically, like, you anything you side. do this year, taking away from next year, because then, you know, also next year, it's like, all right, cool. How do you get... You got to make room for the guys that are going to get their cards off of the Corn Ferry from this year, or, you know, like you can't, like like you said, you got to draw the line somewhere. You, you can't steal from Peter to pay Paul, kind right. of, you know, all the way down the line. So um, the other thing to consider too is like, before we get into a lot of these these specifics, is the tour is going to take a back seat to yeah. Augusta National, USGA, the RNA, and the PGA, PGA of America, yeah. and then the tour gets to fill in. And like the Olympics is probably pretty much done at this point, right? I can't picture that. It, 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 at least Olympic golf. Olympic golf. I can't. I can't see like Olympic golf seems like it's farther down the priority list for these guys if they're not. You know, if they're looking for somewhere to put a major or if they're looking for somewhere to put a WGC, I can't see Olympic golf taking precedence over that. <sighs> Tough. God. Tough scene and condolences to the Olympic golf organizers. They have been yeah. dealt a very shit hand <laughs> over the last eight years. Which one thing you said there, like obvi- you said, obviously we got to make, they have to make room for the next year's graduates of the Corn Ferry Tour. Mm-hmm. Just throwing this out there. like, Do they? Like, I don't well, mean my that book presupposes. It. I don't mean to be a smartass, but like if no, the I corn know. fairy event get like if corn fairy schedule gets cut in half, I would imagine the rules mandate that they have to do that or do twelve spots instead of twenty five. So I'm saying it's not 25. necessarily yeah. representative of a full season on the corn. And yeah. so basically, again, kind of they're probably more likely to screw people further down the the totem yeah. pole. And we'll get to that. So so yeah. let's talk scheduling first because sure. I think that's that's probably the one of the things that like we'll talk masters. So. Um, heard, you know, like they could take the PGA slot in May. Heard about that. Like, it seems like Masters. Should we go through what did did the, uh, what did Augusta actually say? He said we're postponing. Postponing. Yeah. So it is kicked down the road for another, another time. So, you know, it sounds like they've got kind of first crack here. Which even pull on that thread, like imagine being in that, the boardroom of like, okay, who's, who's going to pick the date first? Like you got four or five just alphas in there that aren't going to want to back down. It's nuts. Whereas I think Augusta is the only one really with the Trump card where it's like, okay, cool. We're just going to put our tournament this weekend. And if you, if you guys want to have a same one that weekend, yeah, 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 totally go ahead. Uh, See how that goes. Uh, But like, how do the other three, four, like October doesn't feel. So the course is like the grass isn't going to be, you know, talking to some turf grass guys and, and some of the reps for, 
mower companies and all that. Like that doesn't sound like like it sounds like November first would be rolling the dice if they went before November first. Just because it's because hot the, and humid and wet and well, and the grass. It, yeah, I meaning everything's going to be soupy and muddy. And, and well, they, would they have to? Do they have to have overseed for Augusta? They don't really. I think that's kind of the miss. Like the course closes and like right. it's not even just turns into. Bermuda it's like grass. not even really Bermuda. It's just like you know, it just dies all. It's like carpet. Yeah, yeah. and um, but then the problem is if you run into. You know, after November 1st, like the weather, sh- like you're going to get some really shitty cold weather. And, you know, then that's, and, and then which, you're, which would be sick. You're also, and it's soupy and all that, but then you're also doing two masters in a span of six months. Would Augusta National would want to have the masters <laughs> with shitty optics on TV? Like, would they be better? If yeah, in I don't their think mind, want to compromise. In right? their mind, they may be better off just being like, nah. We're just going to wait until next spring. It's it's right yeah. around the corner. No, totally. And they're kind of the one that, you know, if they said, all right, all everybody that was eligible in 2020 plus everybody that's eligible in 2021, they're one of the few with some actual flexibility right. there because it is a smaller field. The only c- compromise they would have to make would maybe be with the amateurs. Say, hey, if you're going to turn pro, we'll still let you in. Yeah. yeah. You know, you, you can't earn the prize money for it, but we'll let you play kind of thing. Mr. Jones would have understood. Exactly. So, but has the Masters ever skipped a year? Like during World War II, World or War II, yeah, if they did. Yeah. Okay, because <clears throat> I was going to say that could have been a factor of like, right? We got to keep this streak going. No, um, yeah. My guess would be they either, you know, try to get something in in May, because if you're going to do something in November, you got to start planning now, too, right? Like that's the thing. Like there's yeah. there's all this all these dominoes that need to fall and like vendors and ops yeah, and all, yeah, all kinds you know, of stuff. But May feels like I know, right? For, for yeah. an organization that is probably very conservative feels like a tough thing to declare right now yeah, oh, to then get get everybody moving and yeah when it when i it, will say if that was not ready listen the masters is going to have high ratings and none of this is about ratings of course but if that was the first event back people would be very hyped <laughs> it'd be one of the wildest sporting it events would be like in history yeah. so uh other stuff is would they yeah. could they do may late may with no fans no fans you still have all the player travel and it, but it, are we stuff? in a different scenario? So like right now, crazy spread right now in late May. If we're on the downside of that bell curve, and a lot of people have already been infected, yeah, are we in a different scenario? I don't know the answer to that. Are we in a different scenario to say we can play this? Just we're going to go no fans. Yeah, listen, maybe yeah. as Big Randy says, you know, I don't know the answer. It's gonna be it's be interesting to find out. So something else they I would that gives I would me assume, a little optimism though. I would assume they do the. Augusta National Women's Amateur Drive, Chip, and Putt. They do that in the fall. They punt on the Masters this year. That's just my guess. I've heard they're they're looking at ways to sell merchandise so that it benefits the local economy because they know that everybody God, people are going to get tell them to get in touch with me. I can, can, <laughs> I got a I got a store dot no laying up dot com. If you guys need you know people can't come in person. We can we can sell some Masters gear through that. We could if they listen if. With their permission, of course. Our of fulfillment, course. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They can supply us with it, but sure. our fulfillment center will get that stuff it out. It sure will. They will. We are open for business, everyone. <laughs> so here's the craziest what you, part. What are you doing for the local economy? You know, we you came, down, down, you came down to Jack's Beach. <laughs> came down to Jack's Beach. Down here. That's right. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> Come on, back off me. <laughs> Talking about Augusta, like that, so we just had that whole conversation about Augusta. Augusta's the easiest one oh, of for all sure. these. Yeah. So next, you got the PGA. They might be... Extra boned, like uh, so. <laughs> it seems like they they need the money. They're in the worst spot possible with San Francisco. Yeah, in all of this. Yeah, 
Hey, they could have it at TBC Sawgrass. Yeah. <laughs> and it seems, and they have to get it in before the NFL starts because they're on CBS too. Which it seems like CBS would maybe make some concessions for the Masters, but I mean, it's an ESPN CBS deal, right? So mm-hmm. could they play it on ESPN in the fall? And I know ESPN has college football in the fall, but I don't know. What if uh, we get to a major that's just streaming only? That's the future, right? Streaming's the future. Why do you say the PGA needs the money any more than anybody else? I mean, Augusta doesn't need the money. Okay, so other than Augusta. but Cause, like, cause I'd, I'd say the USGA needs the The USGA and the PGA of America run their whole organizations off of... The USGA runs their whole organization off the US Open Which the revenue. PGA and has the Ryder Cup later PGA this year. PGA has the Ryder Cup, so they've got that in their back pocket. But Like, yeah, like the USGA, I forget what the what the percentage of revenue that comes from the U.S. Open is. I think it's like 75%. Don't quote me on that, but somewhere around there. And so, yeah, if you don't have the U.S. Open, that's a tough, you know, it's a tough a tough line item to strike from the budget. So it seems like the USGA gets second crack after it's the National Open. Yeah, I, I, I feel way better about the U.S. Open because I think like... Well, the only problem is like qualifying and stuff. Like all the qualifying starts in late April and... Early May and listen, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if you're aware of that. But well, yeah. so FSGA, the local Florida State Golf Association, has canceled everything up until April 26th, and no handshakes policy as yeah. well. Was but it was implemented well in advance of this. Do you get a stroke penalty if you do a handshake? <laughs> Me and Randy played in a, in a one day event. We did the elbow bump on the on the 18th green um, after Randy missed an eagle putt that would have won the tournament. But that's a whole other what a tie, right? a whole other podcast. Not a not a dog, not a killer. Oh man, well he certainly looked like a dog. He okay. had an eagle putt at the last. Not a you killer, know, to put himself though. in. Did he make it though? He had a good putt and it, you know, didn't go in. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was going to say it would have been a good way to s- slam the door on Fino. <laughs> hey man, second event got the W. You know that just, it was to tie, right? Yeah, but I think he would have won in a scorecard oh, score playoff. Card playoff. Okay. Okay. Listen, don't call me. <laughs> scorecard playoffs are sick. The story's better if it was for the win. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the April twenty sixth is when. Uh, local qualifying starts, so they haven't called off local qualifying in Florida. I would, um, I, I would struggle to, be to see that being the first thing back. I'm playing the Florida Azalea well, is happening next week in Florida. It's not FSGA. Well, and that's what I mean is like for a local qualifier, yourself notwithstanding, most people aren't flying in for that, or you know, you don't have this big ass infrastructure that you have at a pro golf tournament. There's no camera crews. There's no right. That is basically like a okay, we can all do this, and everybody. Operative word is wash local, your hands, local. keep your distance from people, and yeah. like that. Actually, at the risk of sounding insensitive to all the other things that are canceled and all the other hardships people are going to have, that kind of seems like it could go on. So yeah, it seems more tenable. For and yeah, it should be on the back end of the bell curve, theoretically, or yeah. the mega high end. We'll we'll see. We'll Looking see. at, you know, even if they push the U.S. Open back, and you said, all right, you know, local qualifying is pushed back, or in the sectionals is pushed back, because. Okay, now we're be, pushing back WGCs. Now we're pushing back all all the other PGA again, Tour every, stuff. Again, everything yeah. slots in oh, exactly. around the majors, right? So let's say that let's say the Olympics is dead. You slot something into that week. Somebody threw out the idea of like the tour could cancel the WGC Memphis event. Shout out to Kyle Porter. <laughs> 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 you free up that week for like a major or for something, and then you move the tour championship to Memphis to appease FedEx yeah. in the fall. Mm, do that. that. Um, what do you say to Coke? 
and so upset. There's not and, that, and ludicrous. I'm only I'm not saying that like answer the question. I'm saying like every yeah, one of these no, decisions is sure. going to have a. But it's kind of the, the hierarchy. Yeah, like getting yeah, sure FedEx is, is happy first, sure. right? And then you know we haven't gotten into the Wyndham Rewards stuff here, guys. Oh, oh my gosh. God. What happens to the Aon Risk Reward Challenge? That's what Wait, I'm saying. So the, this the option you just presented has the British Open, UK British Open, presented by Her Majesty the Queen, followed by a major in Memphis. Correct. We're saying Correct. It's, or not not in Memphis, but followed by a major the week after the because the Memphis the WGC it, in Memphis is the week after the British Open. Is it? Uh, hold on, because that's how why well, I thought it was Porter, this, Porter no, 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 there's it, it goes was the, it, it goes, was last year, but I think it, it goes changed. Open Minnesota Olympics Wyndham. So this year the WGC Memphis is Fourth of July. Okay, weekend. That's right. Memphis. So it goes WGC Memphis, John Deere British Open, Minnesota, and then. So you, you would have three majors in a row because the John Deere is the fifth yeah, major. Yeah, there you go. Right? It's true. <laughs> there you go. How about that? One it's thing true. that maybe there are uh, a number of disease experts who can be happy to poke holes in this, but I know there was the whole thing floating around on how spread might be lower in the south and in the warm weather and all that stuff too. I wonder if any of that could play a factor in rescheduling some of this stuff. Uh, the only reason I thought of that is like, man, July fourth in Memphis sounds hot as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> but maybe maybe you can reschedule some of this stuff earlier in Southern. Yeah, yeah which maybe what, they're they're what saving said. the tour here with with like because a lot of guys were maybe going to skip that event. What I've read with the heat thing is like it could be the case, but there's zero evidence to support out. that. Yeah. We, we yeah. won't know, and yeah, there's nothing that there's no one's banking no. Yeah. No one with medical expertise right. is banking on this Seems thing like, going away. Yeah, so. One of those things we'll find out in the next few So you got to figure winged foot is going to be flexible with the USGA on where whenever this The later, happens. the better probably for winged right. foot. I mean, coming to the Northeast, coming yeah. out of, they, they've struggled a couple, like Shinnecock has had a really rough winter. I know it hasn't been a rough winter up there, but they struggled to get that thing in good US Open shape, and they mm -hmm. kind of lost it because they pushed it too hard. They just didn't have the... I'm not an agronomy expert, but basically it was sopping wet three weeks before the tournament and right. trying to dry it out did not result very well for them. So um, they've lost it. It's gone. gone. It's Some gone. other stuff just to consider with schedule, you know, so, so then, yeah, so then everything else has to fall into place around the majors. You know, I assume it's hierarchy of sponsors. I don't know if you just tack on another year to each, you know, the sponsors that are losing their event this year. I don't know if you tack on another year to their, to their tournament or what, um, and then you've got got all the corn fairy stuff that, that slots in, you know, around that as well. Um, you know, one one idea a couple agents have 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 put forth is you know the tour could basically dig into the war chest a little bit, subsidize the purses of corn fairy, Mackenzie tour, all that to you know kind of net up the rest of the year so that basically was making up for missed events. Yeah. Because the other thing too is like the, you know, I feel bad for the corn fairy folks cause they've got, um, you know, they're missing one of their new events, the Lake Charles championship in Louisiana. They're missing that March 26th through 29th. Another new event in Arlington, the Veritex bank championship. They're, they're oh, Tony like, Romo. They'll likely miss that one. And then another one, Huntsville, they'll, you know, that'll, that might go by the wayside too. So three, you know, three of the like six events that that they're missing are going to be new first time events. Like that sucks. They're making yeah. so much momentum and progress. Also, Canadian Tour Q School is going on right now. There was a run of it, a sectional in uh, Alabama this past week. What happens if the rest of the sites like don't? I, I don't think they've been canceled yet. I know everything down official 
you know, Latino America, Corn Ferry, PJ Tour events are canceled. I don't think as of now the rest of the Q school has been canceled, but what do you do for the people that qualified? And then the rest of the people, I can't go to their qualifier. Do those people that already qualified, does that still count? Or are they delaying the Q school? Or do they wipe the slate clean and start all over? Like that's, that's staggered out across yeah. different dates, across different locations. What happens there? One so, of them is going to be at Valley at TPC. Like, yeah. <laughs> so you got all that. You got, um, I think one one time frame that probably makes sense to to do some stuff or to you know you do have some flexibility in the fall. There are some off weeks there, and you could rejigger the fall series a little bit. But but also like you know you could do a big co-ed event at Sawgrass. As we as we go through this, the, and you know I think we were pretty sympathetic to the, the the thought process that went into the tour. And like how hard of a decision it was to probably cancel the players. Looking back, that's going to look like the easiest decision of all of this, all of the remaining decisions. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the only one that was like, oh yeah, we should do this. Now, now it's not like a yes or no question for almost anything because it's like whatever decision you make, it's going to be nope. That means this doesn't happen. This, this is that. That stakeholder is pissed about this. That's not going to work. It's but like it's I mean mayhem. Thinking about. Like, just be creative as possible. Say, like, all right, like, let's have a, what's something we've wanted to do for a while? Let's have an LPGA, PGA joint event at Sawgrass and have the top 75 from each one come to that or something like that. Or a yeah. team event. Like, just, it's like the commissioner day for a day pod. Like, you, Yeah, exactly. There's no rules. Like, you, you can, you know. Unfortunately, I, I feel like when in times of uncertainty is when a lot of people get less creative. And, like. Understandably. Right. What? Well, uh, no, yeah. seriously. But I, I. I don't think that's going to happen is what I'm getting at. I think uh, it's going to be like we need to, you know, batten down the hatches, take care of the, the – I think the hierarchy gets even more ingrained, and the lower down the totem pole you are, the less likely you're going to see your event happen or you're going to be the one that, you know, is the odd man out. It could be the ultimate harshest ever. Robert the Green? Play better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's so some, brutally so difficult to looking swallow. Looking at but WGCs and majors, how do you do the qualifying for those? What's the what's the OWGR cutoff? Yeah, the guys that are in a good spot right now have lucked out, and there's no chance to really do you have events improve your position. Do you have yeah. events drop off the OWGR still if if you're not yeah. playing events? Like there could be guys who have events, you know, big finishes two years ago that drop off, or a year ago that drops off, or, and, or gets and weighted less, and now they're not being replaced, and so then they're getting into the field. I would assume that. The uh, reflex is to say, we're going to pause everything. Right. Right. So I would assume they would say, everything stays exactly as it is until we start back up. Which is so insane. <laughs> like, I, I keep having these moments throughout the day where the gra like the gravity keeps kind of hitting you, you know? And not just for golf, just for everything. Where you look around, and you're like, man, everything in the whole world has been canceled. There's Sports don't exist. Concerts don't exist. Are there any farmers markets don't like it's just are there any tours any tours that are earning like still going not Europe I know not European I know not PGA I think there's a couple like like sunshine light kind of mini tour type stuff anything that's earning at world ranking points I got a press release yesterday about the uh, Sage Valley Junior thing that they were kind of patting themselves on the back it's like the only competitive golf going on in the United States like oh sick man. Well, the cool. kids aren't impacted weird, by weird flex. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, you're not like the bravest one. You're just, that's just like the dumbest. The only not pussies in America. <laughs> so um, you've got so you got that. So basically, somebody who's in the top, say, fifty right now is going to stay in the top fifty, and they're going to get into. They don't run the risk of getting you know dropping out really. 
what do you do about the Century Tournament of Champions next year? If there's yeah. eight less guys. Let's see if we can get a spot for the Jack's Beach Birdie Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> PGA Tour University. What do you, you do? Do those guys get another year of eligibility next year? Those seniors? And then do they get slotted oh, in to God. 2022? Yeah, the college sports thing oh, is one, one that, that. Hits, hits really hard on like college golf. Sorry. Yeah. Like what Hovland was talking about. It's like, I mean, there's nothing to say. It's like, sorry, season's canceled. Thanks for playing. Course is closed just now. That that sucks. How do you sort through eligibility for next year's events when certain guys like Cats only played three times this year, this whole season so far? Kick him off the tour. <laughs> you know, guys like uh, I think Kisner's played five or six events. Like you know, guys are going to fall well short of their. I'm sure they'll suspend some of the minimums, but all right, then what do you do with the pension? You know, you got to make 15 starts to be eligible for. Basically, to make it count as a year for the pension, that's hundreds of thousands of dollars for some of these guys. And isn't that like you can stretch that out to equipment contracts and stuff too? Equipment contracts, like, or or just any any endorsement deal. A lot of them can be voided if you don't reach the number of events. You're not eligible for any of the bonuses. Um, you know, it's this could reset the entire equipment. Which and, yeah, it's it's market. it's one thing to be like, hey hey, endorsement companies, like pay pay your guys, but you would have paid them. That's one thing, but like. They're losing out on revenue. So, sure. like, is the person that they're getting their revenue from, you know, paying for that? And it's all, it's just this cycle of, like, and then, and where then do you it, turn yeah. when shit is, like, when the revenue stops coming in? And then if they yeah. if they have Who's to lay off yeah. people, but they're paying out bonuses to PGA Tour pros, it's, like, the only people in the world that aren't taking a haircut are PGA Tour pros, then. Um, Top-level top PGA Tour pros. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and, and then... From the perspective of the equipment contracts, too, you've got, you know, um, you've got, got like, like or FedEx Cup even. How do you, you know, guys who have gotten off to a good start this year, like Leash or uh, your boy Lanto. Yeah. Um, oh, do I win the FedEx Cup? Uh, what happens uh, to the FedEx Cup? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah, I mean, those, like, it's like those guys, all right, cool, are Neil we going to... Could absolutely get off the hook for not drafting Hovland <laughs> <laughs> if the whole season gets thrown out. He, he was playing chess. Listen, Nobody even talked about the it. Zang, the Zang gang, I think, is is uh, looking pretty good right about now. No one even talked about it. The pizza party got canceled. That's right. That was postponed. Postponed, sorry. Yeah. Postponed. It was the right thing to do. I think so, yeah. too. Um, and also, only I think like... Randy postponed it like weeks ago. Only like <laughs> two of Randy's guys. because it here. didn't fit his calendar. <laughs> Um, nothing to do with coronavirus. Um, Can I just yeah. comment on like, just the absurdity of this entire situation? Like the I, that's what I mean. The, the whole world is pausing. It's a sweepstakes. I've never seen anything like this. I have no idea what's going to happen. Like I like I said, I think we're still a far way from this thing bottoming out. Yeah. Like we're at the very beginning of this. Listen, shit could get markedly worse, and probably will get markedly worse over the next few weeks, but. Right now, there's almost something kind of like cheesy and inspiring about it, right? Where it's like, man, you know what? The reason that they canceled the NCAA championship, like the biggest moneymaker that they had, I don't know how that stacks up to college football and all that stuff, but like, do you know how hard that decision is to cancel that? And yeah. it, there was no cynical financial, you know, decisions to do it. It's like, no, 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 like we have to do this in order to keep people safe. Well, and everyone just kind of followed suit. And I don't know, there's something I think it's somewhat, uh, optimistic or inspiring about it i guess in every industry too um and the talking about the pga tour schedule highlights this is 
I think there's been uh, over the last you know 20, 30 years, there's not a lot of redundancy in the whatever you want to call the supply chain or like the business model for a lot of people. It's like you get lulled into this false sense of like, like for instance, the wraparound schedule. Like that 10 years ago, that could have been, oh, cool, we can we can just map out all these October, November dates that are open when the players are off. Everybody has kind of like revved the engine and taken up all the inventory yeah. that, you know, and then, you know, in, in uh, you know, e-commerce or whatever, like supply chains, like everyone's getting stuff from overseas. So there's no backup plan when, um, when you can't get it, you know. So I think it, in a way, it may... Businesses force that, some changes. Yeah, yeah. the businesses yeah. that survive will have to have redundancy back into their business, and it may lead to less profits. But it's like it's it has to be there, right? This is close so to like well a doomsday said. scenario that we have seen in our lifetimes. Definitely, that's what it seems like. I don't know. I it's mean, almost like a f- not a friendly reminder, but like a because this could be. Let's say it's let's say it's a far more communicable disease or let's say the death rate is 15% or 20% instead of, you know, 2% or 3%. Like, the, you know, it, it, it seems like we're actually kind of getting, you know, if this is going to happen, this is actually a kind of a, a nudge of, Hey, like get your shit together. Yeah, exactly. Versus, you know, versus like, all right, cool. Like 20% of the world population is going <laughs> to get wiped out this time. Right. You know? Well, it's also, <laughs> I, I don't mean to be especially cynical about it, but I think we're a long ways away from hearing any good news. Like, I think it's a very, the reason why there's a press conference almost every day is to try to ease the level of the panic. Like, if we hit whatever full level, like, we should probably be at whatever full level of emergency we could be at. But we're easing it day by day to avoid the grocery stores getting overrun and Mm -hmm. people, like, literally fighting and shooting each other for food and toilet paper for some reason. (laughs) And so, like, if you look at, like, how we are compared to Italy, I forget if we talked about this last time, but we're, like, 11 days behind Italy and on you know what on that day when we had like 1200 cases italy was on 12000 so in 11 days in theory on the bell curve we will have over 10x of the number of cases and they have full domestic travel bans now full quarantine and I, this is just purely guess i haven't seen this written anywhere but i would have to imagine we are headed for that in the united states especially spain <laughs> especially just shut down big, right especially in big cities shout out to you know That's new york you, you, you might be with us for a little while happy to be here <laughs> going back to the i have redundancy in my life exactly right I you gotta got escape i got a i got a bed in here and and some uh original penguin clothing and uh, no for, <laughs> come on don't shout be, out to the boys don't I mean, be, it's not a free ad. don't be it's slippery not it's not free, free. Yeah, you're, you're right you're right it's an yeah, ad go ahead shout it's out. An, it an i got a bunch free. of nlu merch in i'm there wearing too, a, so. original penguin jeans right now yeah. Yeah. Very hey cool. i mean shit maybe the upside of this is you you know you spend more than six months in a day down here in florida you don't pay any state income tax for sure for sure i'd like to go back though to the expanding the field of a pga tour event you guys know better than me there's what normally in tournament there's 150 guys 156 for the fullest field events in the summer that they don't need two courses on. Okay. And that, that let is it, let it be said real maxed quick. out. Like you couldn't do 180. Not without, not without more than one. Let okay. it be said that during daylight savings time, starting tea times at 7:30 AM <laughs> with 144 people at the players, they did not finish. They had to call for darkness. Okay. Which is, it's still shorter days, but, but still, yeah. <laughs> It's twelve. That's hours. a tough. Which thing, I think yeah. actually happens at the players. I was going to say, what if they, uh, what if they start playing foursomes, <laughs> like the rest of the actually, guy? That, that makes it worse. Slow. That yeah. makes it worse. Yeah. 
I, I don't. I, I love the or three day events with Forsen. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love the your phone on this thread. I do. I like it. I'll try. Again, like back to what I said, that who does that like hurt the most? Your top level guys, like that's 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 creating more opportunities for kind of corn fairy grads and all that stuff. Sure, and I doubt that's going to be their first priority when they come back. Which I think that that's why we've talked about this a lot, especially with the PGL stuff, where that's the reason the WGCs exist and these like the Zozo and the you know CJ Cup and all these events. The reason that they exist is like okay, this one's just for you guys. We're going to put up some walls. Here's a chance for you to to hit the rocket boosters on FedEx and money and all that stuff. And I think as we've kind of gone through a lot of this stuff, it's like, yeah, there's a lot of those events that might get wiped out. So to your point, just to put a finer point on what you're saying, it's like the more of those events you kind of backfill, the more of the events you're talking about, Neil, that you backfill with like, you know, propping up a supercharged 3M championship that has 180 guys, you know, you, you kind of need to offshoot it with, you know, what's one that's just for the, just for the top guys or just for, you know, is you, it, you have to figure out the right balance there because otherwise the, the ecosystem gets out of way. Otherwise guys are pissed at Ches Reeve. Exactly. No, exactly. Opportunities. Okay. At that point for a, if you got those top players in a room and said, everybody's taking a haircut. Like, I think a lot of them may say like, okay, for this year, I understand. Like I get it. Maybe well, not though. It's their livelihood, right? Yeah. Here's something to think about. PJ tours the original gig. These economy. guys are cold, <laughs> coldly economic yeah. actors. That's true. That's true. I'm, I'm give, maybe giving them too much credit. And like, how would I react in that situation? It's yeah. Right now, as we look at the FedEx Cup standings, Phil Mickelson is 89th, Jason Day is 91st, Ricky Fowler is 94th, Matthew Wolf is 99th, and Jordan Spieth is 110th. Dustin Johnson is 111th. The point being, like, those guys are not, like, safely inside the 125 if they don't get some be- – like, if, if they, like they're going to need some opportunities to slide yes. up that or else they're going to get passed. So there, We sh- should have done this ahead of time, but there have got to be some guys – like, I think all the guys you just rattled off are exempt through wins or something from last year. I would think about part. saying for their playoffs, like the FedEx Cup Oh, I see, I see, I see, I see. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Exactly. That's where yes. the, the big – Economic redistribution comes is through those yes. FedEx bonuses. Zach Johnson is one thirty one. See so, ya. Yeah. Nah, he probably has some exemptions. Does he? I mean, I think he's earnings. I think he's got one. Oh money, right, right, the money and stuff like that. Um, well, yeah. I mean, there there are some guys. I don't know. There's not any huge names outside the top one twenty five. Like Jimmy Walker's one fifty seventh. Yeah. 2016 PGA, I think he'd still be good. Right. Because you get five years exemption with a major one. Allegedly. 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 Um, yeah, it's it's just I don't know. It's it sucks. Sergio's one seventy. You could simulate some of these majors. That's true. I mean, the PGA of America does have. Uh, you, have can, a, you can knock that conspiracy button here real quick. But the, they have they have a history of yeah. of faking the, some of these championships. Yeah, the the one that Jimmy Walker Walker Texas backstopper won at uh, Baltus Roll was I have a hard time believing that that tournament actually happened. Oh, what it if, did, I don't think it did. Happen. What if uh, what if we did that? It's like when you get to when you're doing like your Madden. <laughs> season and you just sim the rest of the season and all the people's stats auto populate and all that stuff. We could, you know, we got a lot of shot link data out there. What if they just sim? What if they just sim the rest of the season and go on those rankings? I think another another thing to consider here is guys that are no support for that idea. Okay, they're actually the people are doing that. They're like simming NBA two K games. And people are betting on it and stuff. There you go. I'm sure very legally, all very cool, very <laughs> legal guys that are a little bit banged up that have been putting off certain surgeries or certain things like, so Brooks, what, what was the direct quote? 
Like Brooks's knee. Well, no, that 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 that's a different thing. We'll get to okay. that next. So, like Brooks's knee seems like it's pretty messed up. Hey, maybe he gets his knee scoped. Maybe you know, maybe he gets that cleaned out, shuts it down for the next two or three months. But there's so much uncertainty of when things are going to ramp back up that you don't know. Am I going to miss a major if I do that, or am I pretty well safe? You know. The other thing is we could be looking at a complete fucking sweepstakes of major medicals. A quote tsunami of major <laughs> medicals, according to one agent. Which you know. So explain why. Explain why that is. So they would carry a full exemption over to the next season. So you could, be, you know, so guys that are off to a really bad start this year, and but have, you know, say however many starts left on a full season, where, like the so, and I'm not sure how this would work. Let's say you're a corn fairy guy and you're only going to get five starts left the rest of the season, but if you declared a major medical, it would give you. 15 or whatever you know like the average of what guys had gotten in previous years you feign an injury or play up an existing injury basically get get out of jail free card in into 2021 to get a, uh, a medical do you have to have it just like a doctor's note <laughs> Wait, don't get tron going that's, on a, that's a very complicated question tron thinks everyone that is on medical is no faking it. there's a no, lot of there's a lot no. of little stores on uh, a1a here where you can go get your major medical card if you, if you need no so i think there there's there's certainly you know certainly guys get injured all the time playing golf i you know no problem with the legitimate major medicals now like there's a guy like david bergano jr <laughs> who i'd like to i have some literature that i can give you on him been on major medical since the clinton administration <laughs> but um, but is it at it's definition, taking out the bad actors. Is it, man, my, sol- my shoulder's sore. I go to a doctor and say, can you, like, do they just get a, how do you, how do you apply Basically, for just go get a doctor's note. I think they've cleaned it up here in recent, they've tried to at least, because it's also tied to basically disability. Like, these guys get. The issue is the hanger-ons is what you're saying. The people that are like, your game is toast. You got some, you have some status through this, and you kind of got hurt. Now, like, you're 44 years old. You are milking that medical status for years and years. And and some yeah, guys do. So I, I get that, but does the tour review? Like, is there a they, team at the tour that reviews like the legitimacy of a major medical, they, or is it just like, yep, this is you just fill out this paperwork? They do, but at some point, it's going back. It's like it's a member-run organization. You have to take a guy's doctor right. sign, kind of yeah. for his word. Okay. So I think they've cleaned it up somewhat. I got to think there's going to be some some thumbs put on the scale for cleaning that up even more. Going, yeah, could, as. Yeah. As uh, a good thing. playing opportunities become kind of worth their weight in gold, I got to think they're. So that's, that's gonna be, the thing. There's going like, to be some uh, some to, death panels basically going around saying your, you're, you're out. You're trying to game the system. You know, some of these guys trying to game the system, saying, "All right, I'm only going to get six starts the rest of this year." You know, I, I am kind of banged up. I could do this major medical. I can basically get twelve starts next year instead of six this year. Plus, I'll have a full eight months to get healthy again. Like that sounds appealing to me one thing i can't figure out through talking about all of this is whether the fact that the tours like the way you get to the tour all the all the regulations are so fucking complex you know with how, who qualifies how everybody fits in yeah. i don't know if that helps them in this situation or massively hurts them meaning like the, these people are so good <laughs> legitimately great at figuring out memberships and thinking of every contingency and figuring out how all these pieces work together. I don't know if that helps them in this scenario or if it hurts them because it just made it, so it, it made convoluted. A, it made a convoluted thing, like put it all in a box and shook it up like crazy. Whereas if it was just kind of like, Nope, there's 125 tour players, like you're in or you're out. It seems like it would be uh, 
But that's the problem because everybody has this, who's the 125? No, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So on the one hand, it helps them because they can take care of some people. I think they're good at like like, navigating this because that's what they do all the time. Like, hey, we we, we can use this convoluted process to help people with all these footnotes. Yeah, exactly. But it hurts in that then they have so many people they yes. could take care of, you know? There's just so many, like, exception cases. Yes. You know what I mean? I feel like everybody is going to be going outside of, the you know, the top 120, 150-ish guys. I think everybody's just going to be going to the, to the tour over the next, I don't know, 18 months? It's been like, hey, man, but what about me? Like, this is my case. Okay, fuck. All right. Well, you're technically in this bucket over here. Yeah, but what about me? Like, what about my case? Okay, well, you're in a different bucket. You're over in reshuffle here. category 32. Yeah. A. Yeah. And it's like, I just don't know how all that shit fits together. That is a very unenviable position. You said it well. The, the coldest way about it is like, play better. Yeah. Honestly, like, a, there's no great player that's going to get held back from this. Right. Which, again, is a cold way of going about it and saying it. But like, there's a lot of people that survive on, you know, you need a couple things to go your way. You need a couple balls to bounce your way. You need a couple putts to drop, and that is what helps you keep your status. And those are the people that are looking like they're going to get. Is this the way. ultimate rub of the green? I think it. Might I think be. it might be. And it, I saw like condolences to you, like a guy like Christian Bizaden, who who's you would argue his his OWGR ranking is inflated. Now he is going to get even more benefit from that over the next. I'll months. be okay. It's a tough look for you. So I'll, no, I'll be okay. <laughs> that guy hits it good, though. <laughs> I'm sure he does. Ooh, he's kind of really good. I'm sure kind of he's really unit, good at golf. Kind of a unit too. Yeah. Sean and I were walking walking the range at the TPC, and I didn't realize he was kind of a big dude. Yeah. I'm. You, I was so right on the Norin thing that I'm willing to take on another <laughs> guy. That's my. Yeah, point. Where does Norin go? He should be put at the top of all these. Well, then that's the other thing we lists. haven't even talked about. You know the the European tour. And yeah. If, yeah. if this multiply stuff, this times 50 yeah. worldwide tours, if this stuff starts to, you know, so let's say they move a major into the fall, um, you know, let's say that's the same week as the BMW Wentworth yeah. event. How's that affect Rolex and race you have to the Dubai Ryder Cup in, in late September? How did, how do those teams get chosen? Yeah. Oh yeah. God. Captain's picks, baby. Yeah. All captains, all captains picks. picks. Yeah. As I, we've been saying, this is far from the headline, but I think this is going to lead to a lot, a lot, a lot of retirements from professional golf. There's a lot of people that are just on the fringes of like trying to get status yeah. here, trying to do this, trying to do this. And I think it, like I talked to a guy yesterday who was like, yeah, I'm getting ready to go to a Q school, but I think, uh, I think I'm good. I am probably just going to go get a job because well, that's that what, he's like, I'm not waiting another year. So there are so many, nobody's going <laughs> to feel sorry for these guys, but there are legitimate PGA tour players who are probably talking to their friend, financial advisor and like, okay, things might, who knows what's going to happen if if you don't get X hundred thousand dollars from batting down the hatches from a from a equipment sponsor like that's a fucking big deal you know like that's that's a that's a really big deal. Not a lot of people live their lives with like I'm going to make sure I am two million dollars above exactly. my yeah, exactly. spending limit. You know what I mean? So they, so there's many players like that on the PJ tour. Take that down to the Corn Ferry tour where it's like if you're not in the top twenty five, top I don't know forty, like you're probably Barely struggling to break even on a, on a full season, yeah. and of course they're not going to have travel expenses and all that stuff. But still, they're like, I feel for those guys. That is going to be a tough next couple months, just of uncertainty more than anything. Just trying to figure out where, when are we getting back? 
and then I have all of a sudden like I have to play well because legitimately like I need money. To all of our young hitters and hitresses, just to be clear, we are not. There will be no clawbacks from their right. laying up. That's exactly we are, right. We are still fully nothing will be prorated. You. Yes. the force majeure is is in your favor. That's right. So now the next level down is the people like you're talking about, the people who aren't even on the Corn Ferry tour, of which there are so many of got you know guys and and women who are you know, hey, I'm going to try to make it work at Q school this, this year. I'm going to try to do this. Like those are the people who are getting like, they're, they don't have a prayer of, of breaking even as is, you know? And like thinking about being a caddy for a guy, yeah. even, even who has a PGA tour card and you think, all right, you know, this is, this is a, a good bag. This is a, um, you can make a living off of that, you know, being a caddy for a guy in the, you know, say hundred to 150 range in, in, in the FedEx cup, those guys, you know, they don't have health insurance, like, through their employer. So they're paying that out of pocket. They don't, um, you know, they're they're ba- they're not getting their even 3K just to show up, regardless of how much stuff, you know, works as far as uh, if your guy makes the cut or not, you're still getting a 1,000 or two grand to, right. you know, Stank show up that week. Yeah, so it's, you know, it's kind of like they're at the top of their profession. They're good enough to, you know, they're on the big tour, but they're getting squeezed harder than anybody so all, all of this you know hopefully goes without saying all of this is said with the full perspective that like yes also outside of golf people might die and the hospitals might be overrun and like there are other much bigger hardships but if you're an airline hey, worker it's a, it's a or golf a podcast server, that's or a not server that's not what that's listen it's or a, golf a server podcast. making tips that's yeah. you know that's a uh, question for you guys based on commissioner jay's appearance on cnbc last monday I think Andrew Ross Sorkin. Yeah, the insurance so, question. Yeah, I thought that was such a good question that he was unable or unwilling to answer at the time. But so the Heritage or or the you know the the Texas Open uh, does what happens to the sponsor money for the tour? Do they and the it, and ins- the TV money? Yeah, and yeah. the TV money does does. I have to think Insurance there's contingencies for cover that. that or act of God clauses. I have to think. I just wonder I what don't direction know. they yeah. go in. Yeah, but, but the act of God clauses would go in the direction of the TV folks. I would right? think so because the event never. That's what I'm saying. Is I, I I think that there's probably a plan of like I, I know literally I've thrown this out. Like you get 20 percent of the money for not running your event, and that's like what we'll we're willing uh, to guarantee. I don't know. I know a lot of leagues and networks have like business interruption insurance. But a lot of that just goes for 30 days. So if there's some sort of terrorist attack or something, like nothing, nothing is really built for a prolonged right. period of time. So, you know, that's the other thing where, you know, say f- like the talent at, you know, like the on-course reporters or camera guys or all that, like they may get paid for the first 30 days, but then if, if yeah. stuff's yeah. not happening, then even what I, happens beyond yeah. the 30 days. And, be, uh, you know, golf is still a, a very niche sport but I, I keep thinking about all these other sports i mean how many people were supposed to do media stuff for march madness that all got wiped out how many vendors got per were, game paid by the game yeah exactly. as a like ramp up for march madness studio broadcaster to yeah. be clear nba is not canceled right it is postponed, postponed. Or indefinitely suspended suspended yeah. okay. but i would yeah like i imagine could, it's the same they could come do the playoffs in june i in, yeah uh, hypothetically true, true, true. Yeah. so i don't know some of this i mean going back to the pgl like some of this for the tour makes this seem, you know, kind of fraught where it's like, hey, why don't we just have a system where it's like 48 dudes, you're in or you're out. Yeah. yeah. Which, you know, that probably looks more appealing the more of these questions try to get answered and the more 
the more stakeholders there are with having 200 and something guys having a piece of, you know, some sort of category exemption on onto the tour, you know, the more guys you add, the more fraught and convoluted it gets. So before we wrap, I'm sure we're about at that time, but in your estimation, what, I mean, what, is, what are people going to do for the next the no laying up YouTube channel is alive and kicking. <laughs> I, I've, we can get there in a second, but I mean like people in golf. I mean, what, like, <clears throat> what does a golf channel do? What does the tour do? They've what done good the... steps already. They've been throwing wild, uh, wonderful world of golf up. Uh, Shell's wonderful world of golf replays have been playing in the yeah. mornings and stuff. And I've been DVR in some of those pine Valley, Pinehurst Two. just eating keep up going. the, the Arnie documentary. Yeah. Uh, shout, out to, shout out to Mike Stone. 10 cup residuals are going to go through <laughs> the roof. You know what? You, you raised a really good point the other day that the, uh, Mike Stone's Hey Man album, the one week in April. One week in September. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't work. Golf Channel, call our agent. We got programming. They need some programming. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, so on that note, did they play the like old players this week? I didn't I saw they were players. playing. I think last year. Do you think they're embarrassed of like the 1980s and yes. 90s players? Where it, it why they feel so like cool. I know, I know. It, they're awesome. I <laughs> yeah. love watching like the one with Calvin Pete back. Oh. In the- Oh, and the golf course looked all scruffy yeah. and fucking mean. But do you think it? They think in their weird vein. It doesn't ways fit the gold that standard. It looks. I don't know. It looks diminished and and. Eh, I don't know. I hope not. I don't and, think and so. too humble. That feels. That feels a little. That feels like a reach. I, I think that they, if you press them on like, should we? You know, under very normal circumstances, should we be putting this out? Like, ah, I could see maybe that being like, well, let's focus on what it's become. But as far as like golf channel stuff, like I, I don't know. I think it's part of the history. It's I think like they looking would be. at a picture. So of yourself why in middle school? Like, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Who doesn't love to do that? Why wouldn't no, you do a full? Like, come on. Like, it's funny. Why wouldn't you do a full marathon? This like if, yeah. if it, it's Players Week, let's celebrate the players. Like, yeah. You know, do a full marathon of of players. We should have Randy uh, should be forced <laughs> to do a deep dive on 2015. <laughs> why don't you hit us with before we leave here? Hit us with some uh, some programming updates for on our side. Well, I think definitively yeah. we can say we're going, at least for the short term period, we're going to three times a week on this podcast. I, that is yeah. an effort that we are going to make, I should say. Definitely. Well, we have some stuff pre recorded. I was kind of thinking we throw it out, kind of like a choose your own adventure for the third episode of the week. You you know, we could you could kind of throw out some topics. People can vote on I, it. I love it. Or so we could play some of the stuff that we've already pre recorded. Yeah. Somebody had a, a good idea of doing, going through all 15 of Tiger's majors. Oh, that's a good Basically idea. Basically just saying, all right, cool. Like, here's here's what he shot each round. Here's who was in the mix. We should claim a bunch of ideas right now so <laughs> yeah, other exactly. pods don't don't take them. Or like a dog just pissing on everything. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Ole Miss. Uh, they, they, uh, yeah, as far as our, our stuff, I think that was the one, you know, I kind of tweeted some stuff earlier this week, but I think that was the one moment of clarity for me was like, man, I have no idea what's going to happen. The whole world might be coming apart at the seams, but... I mean, I know that I'm stuck in the house for the. I'm basically stuck between either my house and this house. We have so much stuff that we have just been dying for time to edit. So I guess that's what we'll do. And so we have three episodes of Tourist Sauce left. I think they're my three favorite episodes in the whole season. Maybe mini golf. I, I really liked as well. But Wilmington Muni was good. Too. Wilmington Muni. Listen, there there's a lot of good. Episodes, all great but episodes. I, I think the last right. three are really good. The betting ramps up. Great golf courses, etc. So we've got that that we're going to roll out. We have strapped. Southern California in the can with special guest uh, Max Homa, as well as Brendan Thomas from the uh, from the Golfers Journal. He showed us around the the San Clemente Muni, and then we made our way up to to LA. So much more there. I think we're going to do a strapped uh, trap draw, just a little bit on like the history of 
what that is. Um, many trap draw ideas. Many, many trap draw ideas. We have around. a Michael Bamberger podcast that I think is one of my favorites I've ever been involved with uh, that I think will run on the trap draw, uh, hopefully later this week, but talking all about life and death and golf and if everything. You're lo- if you're listening to this pod and you have not heard the trap draw and you yeah, need something to, to listen to, we're subscribe. We've got a, a, a a craft podcast. Yeah, it's the Bespoke Podcast, the Trap Draw. So we've got that coming. We've got uh, you guys help me out. I think the, uh, we do some perfect clubs. We do some very uh, a thing called the Perfect Club on the Trap Draw, which is basically anything non golf related. We've done a, one on airports, one on a Metallica documentary, one on a Garth documentary, one on the Oscars. Uh, so I think we'll do some more of those. We've got some some ideas coming out there. Solly, I think you're working on some some Ryder Cup pods working on some uh, deep dive historical Ryder Cup pods um, shout out to our friends at BMW yes we are uh, they're pre- they are the presenting uh, sponsor of those and I need to get grinding on those was, was pushing those more towards the later part of the year as we got into Ryder Cup mode but there's no the rules are off Every, all the rules are off everything's <laughs> off limits everyone's a threat habeas yeah. corpus <laughs> corp- <laughs> suspended. there's a, a good amount of crash courses that we have we've, in the we've got a bunch of crash course videos we've got uh, a wild world of golf with Jim Furyk, uh, which is superb. I'm very excited for people to see that. DJ and I recorded a pod with uh, Jim Herman. We did. The Hermanator. That was fantastic. Shout, taking, shout taking out to him his, for his a, whole story. A T6 finish at the players yeah. <laughs> after one round. Uh, yeah, yeah. came over here to the kill house after shooting 68, I think, in, yeah. in the first round. And then, you know, hey, I'm going home. So, so listen, as, as counterintuitive as it might be, I think uh, – Things might actually ramp up on on our end. We've got a, a veritable sweepstakes of we a bevy of content coming you. out. The one idea I do want to piss on that, to claim <laughs> is I think we should do a PGL draft. I love that idea. If their PGL was starting, what would a draft look like? I think the other thing that we should piss on is, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know if we're willing to announce it, but, you know, our membership has met. And I think we all agree that in, in order to help grow the game, it would be good for us to do an NLU drive, chip, and putt. Yes. Um <laughs> So look out for that as well in the coming weeks. Uh, that's that's about it. Um, so stay tuned. A lot more to come from us. We're gonna we're gonna be ramping it up here, and uh, and yeah, I sit tight. I don't, if you haven't watched the tour sauce on YouTube, I do recommend going back. Even if you've seen it, go back and if you need to pass the time for two hours, go hit the playlist button and watch. You know, all of Australia or Scotland or you can California. see how much better the videos. Have yeah, we can, it's kind of fun to <laughs> journey to go I, on. I can't watch them, but yeah, you should say, watch them. Um, Unrelated, but a parting note is good luck with all the awkward social distancing yeah. situations yeah. where someone goes in for a handshake and Touch I'm still I'm still working on how to not make that like weird, you know, I, I can't, you yeah. know, but if you're on the other side of that, don't make someone feel awkward if they don't want to touch you. And also it's not offensive. I think a good rule of thumb is maybe just don't be a dick to anybody. Yeah, yeah. it's a tough time. Yes. <laughs> People use are, your best judgment. Use your best. This judgment. is yeah. the, where the TC way is, yeah. exactly. is the guiding light. Just listen, so. we're all we're all in this together. But it's, golf is, you know, golf is in a better place, I think, recreationally than a lot of other sports maybe where go outside, you can yeah. walk golf course and you're not putting anybody in harm's way. Don't you know? touch the flag stick. Yeah. Leave the flag leave the flag in. Shout out to Bryson. He's been years <laughs> ahead of us on this topic. <laughs> on that, we're gonna wrap it. Thank you for tuning in and uh, stay tuned. A lot more to come this week. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. That's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most.